about to enter a world of pain, suffering, and laughter. That sound means. Hey, I guess it's worst gig ever with Mike and Jeff. I'm adding <laughs> our names to it for the first time ever. I'm Mike Pace. I'm Jeff Garlock. And this week on Worst Gig Ever, we have Elliot Glazer, who you may know from uh, his web series, from his online presence, from the funny stuff he does on stage and he's, on he's, screen. He's a comedian about town and about internet. He he is, and we actually. We have a lot of stuff in common. He's from Long Island. His grandmother lives in my hometown. Let's give a parental advisory warning on this episode. It is... It's serious. It is seriously Long Island heavy. (laughs) A lot. There's a lot of references to... um, We talk about old age homes. We talk about... uh, He has this amazing story. No, we go deep. Vague old age homes. We go deep. Specific... Long Island. If, ever, if anyone shows. is ever interested in Jefferson's Ferry, the uh, independent living facility out in Setauket, Long Island, um, <laughs> this is the podcast for you. But Elliot also has that amazing story about working at the Entenmann's factory. Hideous. I mean, it's disgusting. We, we go in deep. We talk about cruising at NYU as a student. <laughs> Not that he did that, but we talk about right. when you're, you know, but, but, uh, we get into some fun, interesting terror. And we also learn about how he started making videos and of stuff. Of course, of course. But he's got some really great bad jobs on this episode of Worst Gig Ever. And you know where else you could find other great bad jobs where, on Worst Mike? Gig Ever? You can listen to our library of previous episodes. They are available at worstgigeverpodcast.tumblr.com. We are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio or Stitcher Radio. Uh, <laughs> Let's go with Stitcher. You can find us on Facebook. Like us on iTunes, people. The more likes we get, the more free Cronuts we're going to get. Topical <laughs> reference. All you Gothamist <laughs> readers. for the ages. I think Cronuts are, are a thing of the past. But we would love those likes and we would yeah. love those reviews. You can, also, you, you can also Twitter at you us. You can. At Mikey Pace, at G Garlock, at Worst Gig Ever, and write us at WorstGigEver at gmail.com if you have any suggestions for guests. If you hate us, uh, just get in touch. Not if you like It's us. those two options. That's you it. have guests and you hate us. So... Speaking of something you're going to hate, to love, to hate, <laughs> Elliot Glazer with his amazing tales on this week's A Worst Gig Ever. Oh. So I was uh, in college at the time. And I was, it was a summer of, you know, summer between, um, you know, during college. And um, at that point, I'd, I'd, I'd worked, I'd worked so many jobs. Like, I think we counted up until, like, up until the end of college, I had worked 22 (laughs) part-time jobs. 22. 22 part-time jobs. That's a large number. Yeah. Might be more jobs I've ever worked in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Because when I was 13, my mom was like, you're getting your working papers and you're starting now. <laughs> I was like, "Why?" But she made me get my working, like my working papers. Civil the, service the day exam. I became thirteen, yeah. really. Like I'm the only time to start learning some school lessons. Yeah, at, at the payphone, being like, "I'm calling to get my work." Like what? <laughs> so she had me get started early. Um, so I worked tons of jobs, but this one in college was abysmal. So it was I was working for a temp agency as I had done for a while, mm-hmm. and they assigned me to a factory. Uh, they assigned me to do data entry at a factory and I was like great that sounds terrible but okay you know (laughs) two months no big deal excuse me Um, so this was on Long Island (laughs) now wait Uh, who was the temp agency do you remember? Oh, what was the temp agency? A deco, I guess. Ah, they were my. That was my stomping ground. I think I did. I work for Manpower. There was one where I actually wound up temping for the temp agency. Oh wow! But anyway, that's right. another story. A so was huge. A deco I mean, was now. a huge. A deco's huge. For I the used, listener, they used to be Core because Core would do record labels. Oh uh, wow! Because they yeah. just went through. B, they like yeah. did like they did BMIs. cool t- cool temp. Jobs. That's why I got my two year oh, job wow. at Arista Records, and cool. then I had to go to a deco. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's what happened. So, yeah. so you're working. You're, they place you in a factory on Long Island. Where yeah. on Long Island? It was in Bayshore. Uh, Bayshore, <laughs> where my grandparents lived. <laughs> yeah, Bayshore. There we go. For the listener, that's where my grandparents lived. Bayshore and Vets Highway. Um, <laughs> of course. And it was yeah, it was in Bayshore by the Hess gas station. By, the Hess, by Hess. And that motel. <laughs> and a motel. Yep. Okay. Oh, it's so gross. By by the way, a gift, because that shows that my wife's family is from here originally. She used to get a Hess gas station oh, as yeah. a gift from oh, her grandmother. Cla- my friend Seth, every year, year up until when she died 2007. In, in 90, <laughs> like at 90 years old. Yeah. yeah the Hess, like two years ago. Is that a regional thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a north. It must be a northeast. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thing. Well, there's nothing that says Christmas quite like a gas <laughs> Right. <laughs> Her mother's yeah. very convinced they're going to be worth something someday. <laughs> right. and I'm exactly. like, I went on eBay. Cool, cool yeah. gas station truck. Well, so in, you're yeah. in Bayshore in a factory. This is this is so, already wait, incredibly depressing. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, blow your minds. It wasn't just a factory. It was the Entman's factory. <laughs> oh, which could be okay. So potentially it could be yeah. cool because I love desserts and also Entman's. Right. Uh, it's, it's like Willy cool. Wonka. I'm yeah. Sure. Nope. 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 It's like Willy Wonka. If everything was, if everybody in Willy Wonka was a rat, <laughs> every character in Willy, Willy Wonka was vermin. Um, it was this disgusting factory in a disgusting part of Long Island, which is by default pretty disgusting. Yeah. No offense to your parents, my parents, exactly. my grandparents, your grandparents. Technically, my grandparents lived in Brightwater Farms. Oh, that was fancy. the development yeah, in. Exactly. Uh, sure. Yeah. Anyway. Wait, was that on their envelopes? Uh, no, no. It, was it was definitely it was thirteen thirteen Ackerson Boulevard yeah. in Bayshore. Bayshore, <laughs> where another guest, uh, Annie Hart from the band of War Simone, lived around the corner, as we know. Anyway, oh, wow. it all yeah. connects. It all comes together. Called I always get them confused with my friends who are in Savoir Adore. Exactly. Oh yeah, I know those guys. From Long whose Island. father is Jan Hammer, the famed yeah. uh, synthesizer? Oh. Guy. Yeah, the guy who's and, Yeah, and then and my we, buddy and, Matt Moskoviak is good friends with And we wanted to get in touch that? with him to see if we get his dad yeah. for the podcast. Well, and Deidre, who I grew up with, mm-hmm. who's the girl in Savoir Adore, her dad is Don Muro, who like started electronic music of some kind. Oh, yeah. This is, he has a pioneer, two pioneers. This is, this wow. is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, it all comes back to it. This is, this, yeah. is, this is Bayshore's What's in the oh, Water. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tons of. Uh, there's music in Bayshore. That's all I'll say. <laughs> um, there's Motown and there's yeah. Bayshore. 
You really got two Motown things in America. Yeah. Well, that's uh, where Eddie Murphy's band, the uh, Bus Boys, came from. Of course. So that of was course. Roosevelt, excuse me. But, you know. Roosevelt. <laughs> well, and Buster Rhymes is from, like, uh, it's, well, he's from, like, Hempstead or something. I think he, I think he went to Adelphi. Yeah, yeah, he's an Adelphi for, grad. For, <laughs> That's a little in-joke oh, yeah. for the uh, Adelphi alum who <laughs> No, I get it. Show. I get yeah. it as an outsider. Also where uh, Gary Delabate uh, from Howard Stern, Baba I Booey mean, There's went. a lot of people. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. what we're getting. Well, you either here. go to Adelphi or Hofstra. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my mom's a professor at Hofstra. There you go. Congratulations. Special ed department. All right. <laughs> but I think like, it's like Hofstra could probably sound like a cool college, but on Long Island, it's like, Half strut, like everything. <laughs> that being said, everything on Long Island, all the all like potentially interesting <laughs> traditional names, like the Native American names of t- you know the an originally Native American towns, yeah. like Massapequa and right. like Hopog and Wanta, Wanta, all are like dragged through the semiotic <sighs> or semant no semiotic mud. Yeah, yeah. because we're, now we're like you know Wantor, Hopog, <laughs> you know Bayshore. Yes. Make a left in uh, Massapequa Boulevard. It's like oh. and, and my wife, who's from California, when she would first was first coming out to visit my family on Long Island, we'd see you know we'd be driving on the LA, and she'd she sees signs, and she'd be like, "Ooh, Copage, yeah, Copage, sure. Copage." <laughs> no, it's Copage. <laughs> it's Hopog. And like, uh, what's 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 the worst? Oh, um, potentially, you know, the name Ron Konkama oh, could yeah. be an interesting Ron Konkama. Ron Konkama. Yeah. Comset State Park. <laughs> yeah. In Huntington. The, the, ghost at the, uh, the ghost at the bottom of Lake Ron Konkama. <laughs> everything is just filtered through dirty water. Uh, Lindenhurst. <laughs> Lindenhurst. Sounds like a cold cut. Yeah. <laughs> Sy- like even Sy- 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 Syoset yeah. could sound cool. Syoset. No, it's Syoset. <laughs> and like even if you hear on the train, they're like, because it's the, you know, they have yeah. a human being recorded and say like, <laughs> next stop, Syoset. But if, the, if that recording is not working, it's like, you know, this station's uh, Cold Spring Harbor, next is uh, Syoset, then Hicksville. It's like, ugh. They ruin it. Yeah. And you never yeah. hear that on Metro North. It's always like, yeah. up Ding. next, you know. Dobbs Ferry. <laughs> and everyone's clean and it smells good. Yes. Yeah. Everyone clean moves to West. All Denver. the ethnics move down to the South. Yeah, all, all us. All us garbage yeah. people. <laughs> so speaking of garbage yeah. people, you're working at the Entenmann's factory in Bayshore. Yeah. So I was like potentially excited. It could have been an exciting opportunity yeah. for me to right. indulge in my, you know, in my vice. <laughs> um, but um, alas, the place was just... I mean, first of all, it's filthy. Like filthy meaning <laughs> there's Entenmann's crumbs lining the lining the parking lot, and not in like a yum, Ent- you know, crumbs line. No, it's like garbage, like dirty crumbs and crows and pigeons and like God only knows what else. And like you it's know, like a smorgasbord. Yeah, for it's disgusting. That. It smells like. Like old donuts and <laughs> cigarettes. Like someone goes out with a bag of crumbs and just pours I mean, it in that's the parking lot. Like. Get rid of the day old. I'm telling you, it looked like they were like, forget it. And just like, <laughs> yeah. Took, opened the bag and like, fuck that. You know, like just threw it out. <laughs> you messed up this batch. <laughs> but, yeah. And it looks like they just threw it out. And uh, and then I worked, you know, upstairs in an office. Um, and when, I'm, when I say that I was doing data entry, I was t- taking like, time cards like 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 i felt like it was in the 60s like time cards from the factory that the guys like punched in and punched out of and like entering them into a system like like robotically in the way that you don't want to have to do data entry meaning right. like there's actually nothing happening right. like it's just like like you're just like a, a robot just right like yeah. a scary robot and there was no internet they only had intranet <laughs> oh in like 2009 yeah. like, or 2008 whatever like intranet 
Um, and my boss spoke Chinese and didn't really speak much else. <laughs> so I had a lot of trouble understanding her, but she was kind to me. Um, but and my the other bo- or she was my coworker. Then the boss was basically um, she looked and sounded like Sally Struthers now, <laughs> like or Sally Struthers like at the um, climax of the those humanitarian those, aid yeah. commercials yeah, that those, she used to do. Uh, she has the yeah. huge hair. Yeah. She's very big. <laughs> Big, yeah, big one. So she had that it. voice, but she had the, the Long Island version of that voice. <laughs> aye, it's like, aye. oh, lady. Um, and, you know, so, but like, also, like, you know, the guys who worked there were these, like, gruff Long Island dudes who were like, I'm going to the, like, the enrober. They'd be like, I'm working the enrober. <laughs> what? You're working the chocolate enrober? Like, oh. just a nightmare. And then oh. the place was, you know, hadn't been updated since the 60s. So it was all like, Sad vinyl siding Ugh. and weird, weird art, like not cool art, yeah, not even yeah. like weird, interesting art, like garage sale nonsense. <laughs> right. that, that, that even like, you know, anybody, not even like the most ironic Portlandian yeah, would right. be like, I, would even, you know, would be like, yuck. No, <laughs> no <laughs> thanks. Idea. Like, like a weird, like wanted poster, like a, <laughs> like a wanted dead or alive poster of Osama bin Laden. Of course. And then, yeah. like, and then like, a, I remember like a, like a fake wood, gra- uh, like gr- fake wood carving of a tiger, like in a, <laughs> in an Entenmann's factory. It was so weird. But the real, the real problem that arose because of the, the real thing that made this unbearable besides all these sort of ornamental weirdnesses and the fact that there was no internet and the fact that I would um, literally, I would literally face the computer in a corner and because it was the summer and I was like hanging out with friends every night, I'd be sleeping, but I would have to sleep, (laughs) like I would face the computer and just sleep sitting up and just literally just sleep sitting up with a fan on me and hope that nobody (laughs) thought that I was too still. And one time a guy guy came over to me and like tapped me on the, you know, was going to like hand me something and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was exhaustedly, you know, I was I was passed out asleep right. just sitting upright. Um but the real the, like the crime, if you're going to if you're going to point out a real crime here that robbed me of of all things good was that because of all the garbage crumbs lining the parking lot and lining where the cars were and lining where the trucks are, you know, garbage, all this garbage baked goods nonsense everywhere. They chose not to lay down pesticides um, as one should in that type yeah. of situation. Instead, they, to- they chose to make their one sort of environmentally conscious decision in this whole facility by installing a alarm system. Not a- no, not alarm system. Installing a yeah, I guess you can call it an alarm system that was a twenty four seven. A 24-7, I'm not kidding, like 24 hours a day, <laughs> seven days a week, a consistent, unending um, um, loop of attack birds screaming. Oh. <laughs> screaming. Screaming and like played at high volume. And I was the only human being in this whole facility who was seated next to that alarm system. <laughs> like my, my office was next to and this was outside. Right. But and I was inside, but it was mm-hmm. so loud that they that my window was next to it. And it would play all the t- like all the time, and you know, at first I was like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, and they were like, "It's only you know, we keep the uh, keep the uh, rats away without having to lay anything down." It's like, well, change your minds because this is terrible and also not working. Yeah, um, but it was like just... a Halloween scary sound CD caught yes, but, on the but one imagine, track. But imagine it caught, yeah, ca- caught on one track, so loud and never ending, and just like. <laughs> 
<laughs> the worst and they'd play it on a loop and i sat right next to that window and i would bring in i literally brought in a stereo Oof. i brought in headphones i brought in industrial strength headphones <laughs> i brought in as much noise as i could possibly three oh. fans like wow. and it wouldn't it wouldn't block it would not block the noise yeah um and so eventually i called the temp agency and it was like well, first I tried to get reseated somewhere, but there was nowhere else to seat me. I there guess. was one computer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. basically, they were like, "Do you want to use a typewriter?" Like, there was, there's nothing. You know, we have an, you know, an abacus if you, if yeah. you need it. Um, and I tried to like they wouldn't, they didn't have anywhere else to seat me. And and like it sounds funny, but at a certain point, it's dreadful. Like, yeah, right. It's it's literally like mental torture. And I would sit there, and like by three o'clock, I would be in tears, right, alone in tears, being like. Make it stop. Yeah. Like it was like actual torture. And it's and how they torture prisoners of war. Yeah, prisoners of war, <laughs> rats and attempt. Yes. And uh, so I just, I, 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 you know, I called them and I was like, this is a very odd request, but like I need to get placed somewhere else. They have an alarm system here that's just birds. And I was like, will you come down and listen? And they were like, uh, no. no, we're not going to do that. And I was like, you're the worst. And then I tried to leave my mom, who is a, um, What's the word? Taskmaster. Uh-huh. And she was like, "You are not going anywhere. <laughs> you made a commitment. Oh, yeah, I, you made a commitment." I feel like, so you close to this to uh, your family. It was yeah. scary. It was absolutely unbearable. How long was the stint at this place? Um, I think like two months. And, and and luckily that summer, the only way I could really channel it was I I bought a video camera, uh-huh. a digital video camera. So I guess it was yeah, two thousand eight. No, I'm sorry, it was before that. Okay. It must have been like two thousand four. Two thousand four. Right. Um, so not everybody had digital cameras yeah, yet, right. but I was, it was like the best toy I ever got. And so I just filmed endless <laughs> weird, the endless weirdnesses of this place, like the weird art on the wall. And like the fact that if you walked upstairs to the ceiling, um, to the, to the, to the roof, yeah. I could not tell you why this is the case, but they had insta- they, they put like huge pieces of silver tape everywhere, like hanging. <laughs> so it was like. Hundreds of pieces of tape flapping in the wind. Yeah. Disgusting, <laughs> yeah. like this disgusting place with disgusting noises and tape flapping in the wind. For no reason, like yeah. what could this be? Is this how you keep birds away? Right. Like, what are your system? What are the systems happening at this factory? Was this in an industrial park as well? Um, or like it, a business I mean, it, park? It was on like, you know, a, a very industrial part of Bayshore and the, 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 uh, the factory itself was sprawling and disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like I was in the back. I was in the back, but there was a. It was a huge, gross, like time machine monster I factory d- full of monsters and, uh, you know. Is it just like those? I, I remember those summer days, with, like the light streaming through unbearably, or like you're trapped in traffic on right. Hempstead Turnpike, Ugh. and it's like you're listening to AM radio and the crackling. You just want, like, you know, my my dad would be listening to the ball game in the be in the back seat right. of a Volvo, just like. Wanting like gasping for air. It was just like there's the worst. This 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 speaks to me. And that was the summer <laughs> I guess I must have been oh four because that was the summer that the um <laughs> the blackout happened. Oh right. Oh three yeah. that was oh three. Oh three was oh three. Yeah. And I was like, get me out of here. Like right. I am not gonna live I'm not going to do a blackout at the Entenmann's factory. <laughs> right. And to, you know, if if all that didn't sound bad enough, the worst part of it all was that Yes, they would put out free Entenmann's once in a while. I was, was just about to ask her, so... it wasn't like confetti cake. It wasn't like cupcakes or anything good. They always put out mango... No, 
guava cheese puffs. Oh. Guava cheese puffs and a vat of butter. <laughs> and I was like, nobody wants this. And you've also, on top of that, you've seen how the sausage has been made, oh. the proverbial sausage. I have any, I mean, and clearly I have, not, I have no desire to touch Entenmann's. Kills me I, that, I love Entenmann's too, Boo. like pastry. No, because anytime I look at it, I think of rats, I think of that alarm oh, system, that, I think uh, of guava puffs. They've yeah. ruined it. Entenmann's oh, ruined Entenmann's for end, you. The, I'm done. And I love desserts. I won't go near that. That shit. wow. That is a that's a really bad. Oh, and that's that's a, and and actually in all the episodes we've done, I don't think we've had a really bad temp. Like a that's a oh, classic yeah. temp was. tale, which is surprising because that's like is the world that we live that, in, yeah. having to do the temp but job. I, I, you know what? And I'm pr- almost positive that a deco was the agency that I used my first summer. Yeah, that would, you went to NYU, They're huge. right? Okay, I mean, so I, I was in France yeah. and I saw an a deco. <laughs> you know, oh, wow. like. My my first summer uh, back uh, from freshman year from NYU, I was yeah living at home. The one summer I lived at home, and I I went through a slew of jobs, yeah. and I wor- wound up working at the temp agency at one point. Okay. But I worked at one place, and you know there were all these nondescript. I think I worked at Minolta, the camera sure. place at some why, point. Why like why shouldn't you work you know, at Minolta? Of course. But I there was one. I met the one friend that I met at one of these jobs was like. He was considerably older than I was, but like, he also claimed to have gone to my high school. Okay. And he was just a total weirdo. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, but we became friends, like we'd eat lunch together. And then one day we decided to take a lunch break and he drove me to a religious supply store in Huntington to look at things. Because oh, he was like, hey, dude, no. let's go like check out stuff at the religious Wait, supply like a, store. Like a botanica or like a... No, this is like a old like a school. Judaica? Like, no, no, no. This oh. is like this is like a Catholic like yeah. statues I actually, of saints I actually don't and know stuff. Which one is the, I think the the Catholicism stuff actually must be the scariest because at oh, least with like, like if you if someone drags you to a Ju- Judaica store, you're like, okay, first of all, you're my grandma, <laughs> so I don't hate you. But second of all, it's like I get it. Like mezuzahs everywhere. Right. I got it. But a, like a Catholic religious store oh, is filled with bleed and Jesus. Scariest, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the scariest. Yeah. I, um, I, uh, iconography, iconography. Yeah. Oh, just crucifixes yeah. and uh, blood it's, it's, and Jesus and the um uh, part and parcel of that is my grandparents from Bayshore who were not Jewish. My mom's side is Jewish. My dad's side is is Lutheran mm-hmm. and Catholic. A quick story. I don't know if I've told this before. My parents went to Puerto Rico. They used to go to Puerto Rico every year on vacation for a few years. The first year, I think it was like fourteen. So my grandparents on my dad's side came to stay with us. For for the weekend wasn't my brother sounds like a blast. My brother and I were I guess we were still not old enough to stay alone for Wait, the how weekend. Old, yeah, how old I was probably maybe it was like 13, 14. It was just oh on the Let cusp. Me stay alone. Right. Exactly, exactly. So and my grandparents were not religious people at all. You know, um, we would go there. We'd celebrate Easter. We'd go there for you know uh, Christmas, whatever. Uh, we're having dinner. You know, my my grandmother's making dinner. One night, she makes chicken wings or something. It was something weird that like my mom never would have made. <laughs> Calls my, my my brother and I, and we go in and 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 we're about to sit down to eat. My grandfather's there, and my grandmother goes, "Charlie, aren't you going to say grace?" <laughs> never before <laughs> or <laughs> since. Now is the time. <laughs> has there so my grandfather, who happened to be the pastor of his, uh, they they had an RV. He was the pastor of the <laughs> RV club, but outside of that, oh. not a not a religious man. He proceeds to go into the most graphic, you know, um, grace, the blood of Christ, drinking the blood what? of Christ, the flesh on the bone. You know, I'm looking at these chicken wings. Oh, my and God. It was, 
revolting. Ooh. And then that was it. That ruined. Ever again? Never again. And then never again. Then there was never grace ever again. What was going wow. on with your grandparents? I have no idea. <laughs> and we were Jewish. I was, was raised Jewish. Like, this was not something yeah. that we were. Anyway, I, I mean, I say this only because the, the, the shared experience oh, yeah. here is, is resonating. How many, yeah, how many times palpable. a day does your dad call your grandparents? Well, not uh, my dad doesn't. Uh, my my dad is no longer with us. Okay. But my um, my uh, my mom takes care of her okay. mother, who lives actually now in Isatawket. Wait, is your mom Jewish? Yes. Okay, so how many times a day does she call your grandparents? Uh, I, I think there's a there's a daily there's probably a daily dialogue with my grandmother calling my my yeah. my grandparents lived in Woodbury, right, yeah. very near to where where I grew up and then after my grandfather died my grandmother moved um to a assisted living or Which, independent living excuse me oh, out east it's, it's not jefferson's ferry is it yes it is jefferson <laughs> what how do you know jefferson's ferry that's where my grandpa laid to rest what <laughs> look at this don't send your grandmother to dr hussein <laughs> and i'm not kidding do not send your grandmother to dr hussein cuz dr hussein killed my grandfather really he that's was like Good to go. He was the king. First of all, when we put him in that, and we put him there, it's beautiful. You yes. Know? It's a beautiful, awesome Was he place. an independent living where he had his own apartment First or was he, he an assisted? independent. Yeah. And then he was an assisted, but he wasn't really deteriorating that much. Right. Um, but first, when he got when we first put him there, he was like, "This place is a prison." <laughs> and we were like, "Is it though? Because there's a pool and it's so clean and it's yeah. so nice." And then eventually, he was like, "I love this place." And he would like he had like. Did, he have, did he have a girlfriend? Oh, did he have a girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, well, first he went into the place and he was so resistant to being there and calling it a prison that he, in a, in a way of spiting my mom, he started dating a Lutheran missionary uh. <laughs> named Sally, who was like 30 years younger than him and was clearly not necessarily stealing from him, but like pushing him to spend his finances in weird ways. They were questionable finances. Yeah, yeah. And my mom was like gonna lose she um, like she it was the end of the world yeah. right and then eventually when he kind of calmed down and realized that sally was probably not the best <laughs> thing for him he like he became like the king of jefferson's ferry and he said there was this you know he, he made these clubs and he's swimming and all when was stuff. he there or when when did when did he when did um, he, when he, he pass passed on? in oh eight oh so there might have been an overlap oh sure i mean uh is your your grandmother's name is not what's your grandmother's name? Her name is Estelle Evans, okay, which no. is literally <laughs> the most Jewish like. No, he had, he did have a girlfriend after that who was wonderful. We loved her so, and of course I forget her no. name, but she that was it was not your grandmother. No, I don't but, think uh, my grandmother's had any relations since she's. You know since how she's high the STD rates are are, are among <laughs> old people. Oh, I'm sure it's got to be they're out like, of control. Are you serious? Bunny rabbits in those places. What else are they gonna do? They're just fucking and fucking. You have know, fun. They got barren wombs and. But just, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, so my mom, who lives at Syosset, for the listener, which is on the kind of the uh, western end of Long Island, will go out to Jefferson's Ferry yeah. like once a week, and that's sure. a schlep. That's like a oh, forty-five yeah. minute drive, yeah. and. I just remember one time, and I, I, my grandmother turned 90 earlier this year. We went out there cool. for like a little party. Awesome. Um, but there was another event. Uh, I think it was the unveiling of my grandfather's stone. Right. Uh, uh, and my grandmother said, the food is fantastic here. We're going to have a meal. We had the separate with the private dining room. It's Whoa. fantastic. This was, when I talk about the worst meals <laughs> oh, I've ever had in my oh. life, 
And this, this wasn't like my grandmother was cooking it. Right. It was chicken parmesan right. that was like shellacked. <laughs> I mean, it was. And then my grand, my grandpa Charlie from Bayshore, who hasn't gone out to eat since 1968, oh. took everybody's. Uh, leftovers oh. home with him claimed it was the best food he's ever had in his life Whoa. and then fed the rest to his dogs whoa whoa <laughs> that is I fantastic love that. wow there's there's wait this was the food from the place this was the food from the some... place that was yeah. like inedible like yeah. you had a choice between chicken parmesan and some kind of like ling- linguine with clam sauce or right. something and they were both like <laughs> revolting and yet everybody's at you know lined up at the door at like 4 30 <sighs> Yeah. Oh, those, yeah. And those, well, were, the, those th- are the late. This yeah, was the, the private dining room that we yeah. had off to the side. I, I wonder That's if. That's the harp. I remember with Christie's grandmother, like where she constantly, like, the food is freaking terrible. And you're just like, no, nah, I'm sure it's good. Yeah, and you I would see awesome. and you'd be like, no, nah, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, Pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, do you think. Bad. Do you think that this is the first time in podcast history that <laughs> Jefferson's Ferry has been mentioned? <laughs> like, I will go to the ends of the <laughs> earth to warn everybody to keep their grandparents out of the hands of Dr. Zenot Hussein. <laughs> She is the she's a monster. She killed my grandpa because he had like he was like basically fine. I mean, right. he had like Parkinsonian symptoms, meaning he he like drooled a right. little. Right. But he was very vain, and so he'd be like, "I gotta get a drug to keep you know to curb the drooling." And my mom, you know, my mom was like, "You don't need any other drugs." <laughs> uh, I make her sound really lovely. I, I love your mom already. No, I yeah. she, oh. she's great, but she yeah. was like, "You don't you know?" She was right. She's like, "No, Dad, you're on enough. You don't need more pills." And he's like, "I do." And then they went on a, you know, to an appointment together. And my mom told the doctor several times, do not give him, I, I, I do not prescribe him any more drugs. He doesn't need it. It's a vanity issue. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, I get, he was so bothersome. He was so compulsive that I think he bothered the doctor until she was like, fine. And she wrote him the prescription and he took one of the pills and he like curled into a ball and basically deteriorated mentally over the course of two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. And it was like, lady, this is like fucking malpractice. Right. Like, he, it was it was so bizarre. It was like the weirdest circumstances because he was really fine. Right. He was like more or less fine. Yeah. And so, you know, because I'm a monster every year. Not a, No, I'm not a monster. I, I take pride in this. I'll call every every year on the anniversary of death, on his, of his death, I'll call the doctor to see if she remembers who he is. And of course, Whoa. she never picks up. Right. She never answers the That's... phone. But it's like, listen, lady, you know, because she told my parents... He's fine. Right. He's perfectly fine. Oh, he'll be fine. Right. And it's like, wait, you wrote a prescription for a patient because he was annoying, and then he died at your hands? Like, take some fucking sure. responsibility, uh, responsibility yeah. for that. And That's she's insane. still trucking? Oh, she's still trucking. My mom, you know, tried to report it to the Board of Health, but it took, like, over a year, and then right. eventually they were like, she's too legally protected for oh, in these oh. circumstances to have anything you know, there's, it's not worth pressing right. charges. And I'm almost like, okay. And I was like, no, mom. I, I think that could definitely be classified as a worst gig story. Oof, actually. Yeah. That's the worst I mean, gig of life. <laughs> the worst. So when you were, when you were, um, working at the Entenmann's factory and you had yeah. the camera, was that when you started making web videos yeah. and stuff like that? So I didn't know what I was, I mean, well, when I was a kid, I made tons and tons and sure. tons of videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tons and tons of sketch videos. My dad had us a really, he got a really cool video camera that mm-hmm. like, only took one type of tape that I don't think I don't was it eight millimeter? I don't even think it was or eight millimeter. Eight? It was something weirder than eight millimeter. Right. Okay. Um, but it was an awesome camera and it had macro effects, meaning like if you sure. had white ultra zoom, right? No, 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 no. It was called macro. It wasn't what it sounds. Uh, like. Okay, okay. It was a type of thing yeah. where if you put something all white, like an index card or a piece of paper, and you zoomed in on it and you wrote something in black, mm-hmm. it would um, adopt that as a graphic. 
it would adopt it as like a graphic that you okay. like sure, a, yeah. that you could scroll up or scroll down. Oh, it was really cool! And yeah. so it would weirdly burn it in. Yeah, like, yeah. Wow. And it was great because then I could make title cards. Yeah. Um, really cool title cards. Anyway, so I spent. Yeah, I made tons and tons of these videos. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I kind of stopped. I guess when I became a teenager and was like gross right. <laughs> busy busy being gross yeah. Yeah. and then um you decide to be I, the worst person in the world I, AKA I made videos like up until like beginning of high school yeah. and then yeah like, yeah, then I was like, I'm, I still got a couple in high school, but they were all just evil dead <laughs> yeah. two ripoffs. I yeah, I didn't now. I didn't they mind yeah, I kinda I kinda gave up. And then uh yeah, I guess in college then I got this video camera and I wasn't making sketches per se, but I was definitely shooting stuff in the style of, I was shooting stuff in the style of sketch, right. I guess. I was trying to shoot real things with a sort of comedic edge. Right. So I wasn't even editing this stuff, but the way that I would shoot and the things that I would shoot were like a mix between pranks mm-hmm. and like mockumentary, I guess. It's hard to describe, but yeah, I was, I was shooting a, a, a chronologically accurate, you know, sort of, montage of the Entenmann's factory in a right. way that made you that like had a it had a, a rhythm a rhythm to it yeah, so that right. you were supposed to laugh like it wasn't supposed to just be like oh gross 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 i right. shot it so that you were like ew it wasn't what? home movies ew. exactly yeah. yeah and so that's and that's not necessarily when i got started making sketches again but it certainly kind of pushed me in that direction sure. right yeah your sister also does a yeah. lot of comedy stuff. Yeah, I mean, we did tons of stuff yeah. together as kids. Right. Um, and then it kind of just naturally happened again a few years ago when I started, you know, doing stuff at the UCB. And then um, she did. And so we started doing stuff together. Um, and, you know, we have some series and stuff to, stuff together. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's 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 worked out pretty well. Yeah. I mean, how, like, growing, how competitive... Were you guys growing oh, up? Oh no, was not there, competitive no. at all. We 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 worked together um, on everything. I mean, she was That's like my little muse. She would do whatever I made her do. Right. Um, and and I mean, I commend my parents because they. I don't know. When I look at kids now, I, they, they seem so spoiled. Even if they're not spoiled, there's a sort of there's a sort of ability for them to have anything they want right. in yeah. a way that. I feel like my parents didn't withhold necessarily from us, but they certainly didn't spoil us. Yeah. Meaning like we had a tub of costumes, but it was it was limited. Meaning we had like three weird wigs. Right. You uh-huh. know, some a couple of like bizarre hats and then a few odds and ends. Right. Um and we weren't we wouldn't we didn't ask for more stuff. Right. Um and we didn't necessarily I mean did not feel like it wasn't wasn't a lot of stuff at all, but um, I think it was the right. It was like they gave us the perfect amount for us to run wild with our imaginations. Right. To have yeah. three wigs, one was orange, one was blue, <laughs> and one was like human hair. Right. But we improvised very heavily with everything that we had, and it, yeah. and and we only had a sort of you know small library of of As stuff. My mom would always say, "Your dad will give you anything. You'll, your dad will give you the world if you ask for it." <laughs> right. But like, but I never asked for it because yeah. like that was also the world I grew up. So oh, it's sure. like. So that was the thing. Yeah, you made. Do- and I, I, I feel the yeah. same way with kids. Sometimes, where I'm like, "Am I an old man?" Like, mm. I think there's something about watching kids on, on their phones, iPods, and iPads. You're like, "Oh no, yeah. come on, you get need, it together." Yeah. You need something that you can like turn the pages, something right. tangible. Something, and like, I yeah. use an e-reader, but I'm 30. Like, I, <laughs> right? I want a kid to use a book still. Oh, I still, I still love books. I still, I love ordering yeah. books on like Amazon mm. because they're 75 cents. Oh yeah, and yeah. I love just. But I have a hard time. Smell yeah. great. Yes. I love smell. Sorry. I, lo- I know. Look, 
I'm, I have a hard a, time paying. I love. To I my wife. I'll be. We'll be in bed. You know, reading, and I'm smelling each. And this is a book that I bought. That's you. I'm reading yeah. right now. I'm reading his song, "The Musical Journey of Elton John," <laughs> and the book is from you know 2001. Right. It's been used. It was a library copy. It, yeah. Any smell that it had dissipated ten years ago, right. and I'm still smelling yeah. each page. Books smelled like, great. <laughs> yeah. Books smell like history. Yeah. They're the best. iPods smell like ben, you know batteries. Right. Or whatever. I, Maybe I the know. new iPad will have like an old book smell that uh, will just shit uh, out when you turn yeah, the page. That would be or that's new a great book app idea. Oh yeah, my I mean, god! Kind of. Actually, it's a terrible app idea because like <laughs> we would buy it and that's it. <laughs> we would buy the old smell, old book smell iPad app. Yeah, that's oh, that's uh, so so. You know, you were making these videos, but like. Uh, yeah, you you weren't sure if they were sketchy. You were just kind of doing at that them, point. But... No, I was shooting them in a very linear, a weird linear way. Right. Meaning, like I would edit it later if I wanted to. Right. And I did with a few of them, but for the most part, I was it was like my own bizarre version of like commentary through video. Right. Yeah. Were you and then in college? Were you you know were were you getting involved in any like because um, like I know for like I didn't yeah I didn't do I did, anything in college. No, in college, like... I, I didn't really do. Um, Comedy stuff. I actually I went to NYU on an opera scholarship. Believe it or not, no, really. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, no thanks, and did and just <laughs> switched to like TV and film mm-hmm. very quickly. <laughs> how were you get? How did you get that? Like, did you have the idea? Like, um, of I opera? wanted. To, well, I wanted to go to NYU on a scholarship. Okay, <laughs> and I can sing, so I was yeah. just like, huh. yeah, this is yes, right. this is it. Right. Count me Where in. did you live your freshman year? Hayden. Okay. I was a Weinstein man myself. For uh, the listener, those are dorms at NYU. <laughs> yeah. Hayden's the um, sort of classic. Yeah. Like the the classic, you know, vintage feel that everybody, I think, wants, especially yeah. now that it's been, like, redone, I guess. Right. Um, but Weinstein was, like, the, the that best... Was- the best like food. <laughs> it was good to meet. It was a it was a shitty dorm that you yeah, could meet a lot dorm, of people. It was like the people. classic like uh, you know uh, concrete block right. wall. Yeah, right. that was it, was. it was like it looked sad. Yeah, but not really. I mean, yeah. you're on University Place in downtown <laughs> in the right. heart of New York City. And then this, uh, my sophomore year, I was the first year at Water Street. We had the uh, 26th no, floor. Wait, it was, did you like it or not? Well, it was amazing in that like it was. Huge. It was four of us, yeah. and we had like we had a du- like a you know duplex or some shit on the twenty sixth floor. It was the first year, like imagine just like a brand new apartment building I mean, that a nineteen year old idiot is moving so into. So here, here's the thing with Water Street: <laughs> it's cool because it's huge and beautiful. Yeah. It's not cool because it's in the South Street Seaport. Yeah, which and especially is then where it was? there was nothing Ooh. like the it would because it was the financial district it would empty out by five o'clock. Yeah, it was dead. The weekends it was dead. When I dead, went through my dead, dead. my brief skateboarding phase when I thought I was going <laughs> to start skateboarding <laughs> yes. in college, but it was a great place to rails, like bro. try to skateboard because yeah. there's literally nobody right. around. I mean, but here's the thing: yeah. I lived at Cliff Street. See, I don't even. That's like oh. after my time. I think no, Cliff Street was behind Water Street. So it's like Water Street, but more depressing. Was it a dorm or is yes. it? Yes. And nobody knows that it's there. I'm, it's so when depressing. Did, that's, I graduated in 01. I think that was I after. I got there in 01. Okay. It's so, it's so depressing. <laughs> and I mean, I was having, I was battling deep depression that, that semester. Also because I was, um, my roommate <laughs> was this like curmudgeonly he was like this curmudgeonly old jew who was my age but he was one of those jews who makes you hate jews even more uh, you don't have to you know tell me name that. like sam like you know gold bergstein yeah. or I, I don't know i don't remember his name yeah but he was this like 
gross little Jew who like <laughs> was so cheap that I was like, you're making it bad for yeah. all of us. Like, <laughs> right. You're making it bad for me. I overtip because of people like you. Um, yeah, support he, our case. Seriously. Yeah, uh, he would use my cell phone because he didn't want to pay for a phone. Oh, he, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. He, he, was, he was the worst. Uh, like, and the first night I was there, I mean, he th- clearly had like something definitely wrong with him yeah. right. that had just been manifesting at that point. But like he made a coffee table out of milk crates oh. and ties and like he made a board out of like a poster he found in the garbage he made a we had desks and instead of using the desk he made his own like makeshift desk out of cardboard boxes and tape that he put a computer on and he creeped me out so much that i ended up moving out of the bedroom and moving into the living room and like hanging a sort of you know huge gross blanket off <laughs> oh, like, from the ceiling for some privacy but it didn't help sound wise because oh, wow. he would get up every morning at 8 a.m to cook beans in the microwave <laughs> which is like first of all don't second of all he would, it would the beans would explode every single time <laughs> and i'd be like sam can you please clean the microwave yes and he never would oh, but he would wake me up to the smell and an sound asshole. of beans he was such a monster he was such a monster he ended up like stealing from the NYU bookstore oh. because he didn't believe in paying, even though he was at an extremely expensive I, school. And he got caught. Yeah. And then he got, like, fined. And then he got, because he got fined, he kicked in my closet out of anger. Not against me oh, because he was is, angry. I mean, he was such a fucking nightmare. This is this is a fantastic worst gig college yes. roommate yeah. the worst. story. I mean, the this worst. Was, I'll never forget standing, like, standing there in, like, almost the dark. Like, it was dim and it was you know, like sunset, yeah. and I was like, um, he just was like, "Hey, Elliot, yeah, you want to know what I did? Yes, I did today. What'd you do? Took a samba de- samba lesson, samba <laughs> dancing lesson. I was like, oh, he's like less than five dollars. Great. He's like, I don't do anything that's more than five dollars. Okay. Do you want to see me samba? No. Well, let me show you anyway. Oh. And he and like I'm across the room. Yeah. Like. I mean, I could have been miles away, and I was like, no. He was like, well, I'm going to show you anyway. And in the dark, basically, he, like, put on a samba song. No, no, I'm sorry. He didn't even put on music. He just started samba Jesus Christ. And I was like, you are... You're on, you're you're a horrible. This, this thing. is why I opted for a single. I in my second oh my year, After I that, found uh, a boom. single. Because I, I, my freshman year roommate was like... I mean, I was not a peach myself. I was a angry, hardcore kid who was very depressed and pissed, and I had a girlfriend. <laughs> Wait, at NYU? Home. No, this was at Boston University. My roommate was this, you know, the opposite, like Christian, super Christian, German, lo- loved Germany because he was a foreign exchange student there, tried to join a frat, like ended up getting telling me how awesome frats were. Got kicked huh. out of the frat <laughs> for being Christian, for, for being an idiot. Like, I, and no, because then he ended up joining a Christian frat. Oh, great, that sounds. But like because I, I remember him getting kicked out of the frat like the two days after he told me how I was really missing out on life. Yeah, by not missing out, a frat. missing out for sure. And then I tried to get into my room, and he's like, and all the brothers were in there to let him know, and I got <laughs> locked out of my room, and I was furious. Yeah. Just whenever I think around. of, whenever I think of like Greek life now, which I had no part of it, and like, no, well, because it was, it was really. yeah, yeah, it wasn't a. But think about greek life it's like hold on so these are homes like these are these are institutions that are run by dumb college kids right dumb stupid gross smelly college kids are running these like 
exclusive clubs Ugh. and forcing each other to do the stupidest it's, shit yeah. right. for basically no reason. Yeah, right. I, I, I never understand it. I'll it never still understand doesn't it. Make sense. See, I, I get, could, I get that if you're a person. I guess for me, I guess if you're a person who has no personality and doesn't yeah, know how I mean, to make well, friends, that makes sense because it's like because that's how my roommate described. It. It's like you're given this world of yeah, all yeah. Of these Not people a, who are see, your brothers, and I was like, yeah, or I can just have I, my normal about friends. friends. Yeah. yeah, I see. I get Animal House. I get joining sure. a frat in 1963. I understand the the appeal. I guess also because I'm gay, I'm like, who cares? Right. But also, there's the idea too. That because I'm gay, there's you know gay guys, and it's also always a lie. But they're like, I like slept with all the guys in my frat. Like, right? No, you didn't. But if you did, awesome. <laughs> but but if probably you did, are there gay awesome. frats? There are gay frats. Yeah. yeah, there are gay frats. But I think like you know, up until recently, it probably wasn't you know necessarily the coolest thing to, sure. to have a gay friend i mean i think everyone now is especially with like the glee generation is like whatever yeah know, right anything <laughs> yeah um but at least in, in i don't know when i was in school you know it was I, there was there i'm sure there was a gay frat at nyu but i feel like anybody all my you know dude friends elsewhere were like you know not into fr- not in yeah. frats and then later you know gay guys who i made friends with would be like oh yeah like I'd like you know, hook up with this guy once in a while or whatever, and I was like, I don't believe right. you. <laughs> well, because like, or lying, you could awesome. just yeah. go to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. you could just do or that. anywhere in well, New I, York. No, and, City. no, I think actually there is a weird thing that uh, there's a weirdness about being that young. I think right. a, a, and and being in the city because you're you're still you're still a kid. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's hard enough to be a gay adult in a in a gay ghetto if you want to call chelsea that and i will call it that but like you know it's hard enough to be gay as it is as an right. adult because there's strange things to maneuver still and strategies and way to you know there's you have all these choices right um and so to be a gay kid is even stranger like i think i would have benefited from being a gay kid in a smaller place mm-hmm. rather than new york city because i was like the city is mine <laughs> and then i'd go to a bar and like not have my shirt off and i'd leave crying because i was like what am i doing wrong but i was also dressing yeah. like a clown like i was dressed like a clown so no nobody who was wearing like abercrombie yeah. bootcut jeans were going to give me a second yeah. look i remember in you know, when i was at school and finding like there was a website an early website late 90s website that listed all of like the gay sex yeah, spots cruise, cruising at, spots at nyu and as right. fast it was like the sixth floor bathroom in the uh at, the Bopst. At Bopst so like here's a- the thing <laughs> <laughs> first of all the, my first week at school i rented a movie from tla course tla video yeah <laughs> i was like i gotta get myself educated <laughs> <laughs> so i rented like like weird gay movies from like the mid nineties. Not, not like anything. There's, there's really not very much good gay cinema, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's kind of like a a problem, I guess, if you want to, you know, very bourgeois problem, but it is, there's Mm -hmm. like no good gay movies. There's a handful, but, um, so I was renting like, Oh God, it was like a series of, of like shitty, shitty, shitty fictional movies called like a boy's story volume 11. (laughs) And I rented one, about a kid who just got to NYU, was living in Hayden, and, um, and, and, you know, he learned how to cruise, and he went to, like, the bathroom at Bobst, and, like, tapped his feet, like, literally tapped his feet under a stall, and then, like, a hot guy opened the bathroom stall, and they started making out, and I was like, 
really and then like you know he he's in his he's in his dorm room with this like hot straight dude and he keeps thinking that the guy's picking on him and then in the middle of the night like he gets up and like walks over to him and they start like making out and i was like is it that easy like is it that easy and so it, it set me up for the ultimate disaster like pure poor, pure failure pure failure and i would read that website yeah like where to hook up at nyu yeah. but where to hook up in all of new york city sure yeah and i would like try to try to just like learn from these stupid stupid websites <laughs> that were m- basically meant for older men right and i would like and again i i was dressed like a children's entertainer like i tried to wear all the colors of the rainbow to be like kooky like a gross clown um and i would like walk around and think like if i tap my feet under that bathroom stall i'm gonna make out with a hunk your big clown shoes <laughs> yes. my like big disgusting <laughs> clown shoes yeah but i walk around thinking like yeah i can i'm gonna like make out with a hot guy at Bopes and then I'd go to Bopes and it would like you know the bathroom smelled like poop and like <laughs> nope nothing was happening nothing was happening and I think I must have been doing it wrong yeah. but either way like cruising I, I think it was it's kind of like a kind of like a thing of the past I mean sure like, yeah it's, I don't think guys are really uh, hoping for that now yeah. although I will say that two weeks ago I was cruised in the bathroom <laughs> at Macy's in Fulton Mall. What? <laughs> I went to the bathroom, you know, because I was, well, this should explain my life. I was looking for a jacket to match Martin Lawrence's in the opening of his show. <laughs> like leather was patchwork. Yeah, like, a, like right? an eight ball yeah. jacket. Big, yeah. I know, big Huge 90s. green, yellow, red right. for a sketch I was doing. And I, I swear to you, I traversed all of like went to the Fulton Bolton, Mall. yeah, Brooklyn stores for like big black men, basically. Sure, right. Of course, looking for that type of jacket, and I ended up at Macy's, and I'm like, and I had to pee, so I went to the bathroom, and like, there was a guy standing at the stall, like a middle aged, you know, man just standing there, and like as I'm peeing, I see I see him like looking at me a little bit, and I was like, no, not here, <laughs> and like he just stood there and kept looking, and like. I guess in that situation, when if you're cruising and you're cruising successfully, one would, I again, I don't know, yeah. but I guess one would be like, yeah, let's see right. each other's penises. I, I don't know. I don't know what would happen, really. Yeah. But I was just like, no, no. You it's know? still very public. I mean, you know. Well, yeah. very much so. Yeah. But also, like, now I'm pee shy. And he's looking at me. <laughs> and I'm like, so I can't pee. But on top of that, because it's taking me so long to pee, he probably thinks I'm waiting <laughs> right. for, like, somebody else to leave so we can start fucking i guess yeah. as i don't know but i'm like we're in the women's department at mace the bathroom off the you know off of the women's shoe department right for me it's like dude no worst cruising also, story ever. yeah the worst <laughs> and he just waited and finally i could pee and then like oh. i'm leaving and i see him looking at me and i'm like it's not happening yeah like no <laughs> sorry sir but also it's isn't it sad that like He's waiting in the Macy's bathroom at Fulton Mall? I can, like, Mall? picture that bathroom. Like, I just, Dude. not that, I've been there. I can yeah. just picture that style oh, of bathroom yeah, so that's, of, like. And, and by the way, I will add that on the way in, I was like, ah, oh, shit, because I stepped in a pile of something. <laughs> Don't know what it was, but my feet were soaking wet. So and you're thinking to yourself, I want to get out of this I need bathroom. To get out of here. Quickly gross, as gross. That's, What's this puddle? Yeah, uh, the one thing that I, I, I did want to add is that I actually went to, I was in the Gallatin School of Individualized Study. Oh, so at, was I. And, oh, you were? Yeah, okay, yeah. great. Well, I went with, um, there was a kid who was a gay porn star in my class. Who? Fre- who? Joey Violence. 
Oof, no idea. You know? <laughs> okay. So now the he comes Joey Violence. Joey Violence is his stage name. Now the only way that that well the the way that we found out that he was in that he made movies was that you know he was like clearly a uh, you know a gay man and he yeah. was very buff and like um but they used to have a magazine at Tower Records called like LX I think that was like a gay men's like a little glossy yeah. thing. Oh, XY. X maybe that was okay. And oh no, HX. HX. Yes, that's what yeah. it was. That was like it's like that was like one of the weekly sort of gay rags that still yeah, like, and doesn't so exist anymore. When uh, when we all, I would look through those for listings of parties to go to and cry. Like I would look <laughs> and be like, "Well, that makes me upset. That makes me upset. That makes me upset." I guess yeah. I'll go to that one because that's least upsetting. Well, you know, it was one of these things where like I we we bring it back when I think this is when I lived in Water Street actually, and we kind of like it would come back to the dorm. You right. know, it was like something that that. Uh, People we that we ever you know everybody was looking at because we were you know you know at that age sure. so, as it were and there was a review of a Joey Violence movie um, and where there was like a screen grab oh, sure <laughs> and like, yeah. hey. it's like wait a second this guy because his name was not Joey Violence in school but it was Joe oh, well, whatever that's surprising yeah uh, <laughs> Mr Violence wait what was his his I want to, I would love to know what his individualized study was. I, I see. I, he was one of these guys. Gay porn star. He was one of these guys yeah. like like my freshman <laughs> oh, no. year roommate who like disappeared after something like never oh, saw again. Wow. Okay. So I don't know if he went off. But then I have right. googled him. If you Google Joey Violence, there is a movie where he gets like uh, gang banged on a no. pool table. No. I swear <laughs> to God. But he only made like one or two movies. Oh. Uh, why violent? Did he do rough? I, I'm assuming I think a gangbang. I can. I'm guessing. I'm gonna guess sure if that was, the gangbang wasn't very well yeah, I don't know where Joey Violence ordinary. is these days, but I'm gonna dedicate the episode to him. Joey, I, I went to class with Mary Kate Olsen. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, she was just a she couple years younger Gala, than me. She like came out <laughs> with like her giant Starbucks. <laughs> and we got in. The, I got in the elevator with her and her bodyguard, and I was like, "Am I in Alice in Wonderland?" Oh, <laughs> she's down there. He's up there. The bodyguard she's like, comes to class. Yeah, too? her bodyguard would does stand the bodyguard outside like, of class. Oh, he stands outside. I'm like, yeah. does the bodyguard actually get an education? It was as well? so like, weird. I'm like. Baby Michelle? Like oh, yeah. I'm in class with baby yeah. Michelle. <laughs> that was like right I was, after I graduated. I was so close was... to being like like asking her something and being like, You got it, dude. Like I just want to like with the clown her. outfit too. Oh, yeah. be like... So one of the things that I did want to ask you, um you had done work for New York magazine, right? Or Yeah, I did? used to okay. blog for them. Okay. Um this is my thing with New York Magazine, and this is the only time I'm going to get to that. It makes sense to say this. I love champing at the bit. Uh, I love or chomping at the bit. Champing. <laughs> you have been fighting either about this or, forever. Either or. Hey. Yeah, um, um, but I'm right, and you're wrong. Jeez. So, so I love New York Magazine. We yeah. get it. I love the, the approval matrix. I love sure. the reviews. Sometimes I feel New York Magazine goes a little overboard with their graphic design. Hmm. In that, like, okay, sometimes it's okay like to just have, no, just have text on a page as opposed to lines and right. arrows and text in this point I don't know. font. It doesn't, and, it doesn't bother me. I, 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 I don't like that thing where I have to turn the page around for like this thing right. that's lining the border. Yeah. But I also, I love the content. No, I, mean, I, I don't I, even I, work there anymore. But I, 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 I agree, and I love Milton Glaser, and I think like it's it's great. So I sometimes I feel that they get over eager. Yeah. Graphic design. I mean, I can understand that for sure. People. Um, but I don't know. I don't have much to say about that or like magazines because the only magazine like, that I read now is basically O. <laughs> Oprah <laughs> magazine. Because I'm fascinated by like how she 
what is happening here? Right. Like, what are you selling? Oprah now, all Oprah now, all Oprah is about now is her bounty, meaning like pictures of her in her garden. Like her Facebook is just her like holding tomatoes and going like, it's bounty day. Are it's you like, Facebook friends? You are the <laughs> whitest woman I've ever met. Wow. Bounty day? Yeah, I'm Facebook friends with her. I mean, I'm, I'm a Facebook <laughs> yeah. fan. Okay. But like, I love that she, I love that she can like straddle the lines in terms of race age sexuality right. like no she's probably not gay but eh, she's pretty gay right and like no she's not a she's, i was she obsessed is, with gay like gay oprah yeah because she was my uh newscaster because i grew up oh. in connecticut so oh. i would like and then all oh, of with gail like, wait, yeah. wait oh wait wait we were uh, gail gay. the best gail friend king her best friend gail yeah. king. oh gail king was the gail king her local. best friend when i was a kid okay. she was our i love gail yeah. she was the gail's like a weirdo from turkey like she grew up yeah. in like she grew up really like a fancy school in turkey I, she is this very like erudite. She's almost like real housewifey, but she's mm-hmm, smart. So right. I don't. But she's got that thing where she, you like never see her without her hair looking good. Right. She's always in a nice tube dress, and she's she's funny. Like yeah. she's she's a funny lady. I love. Uh, <laughs> but I will tell you, when Gail. I watch CBS this morning, all eyes are on Nora O'Donnell. Oh, she's a, she's guy. a pretty woman. Very pretty very, woman. Very pretty woman. You know Jody Applegate. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, the name sounds for she's like a newscaster who's like been everywhere and she bumped around like New York for a little bit but yeah. she is beautiful she's yeah. a beautiful woman Jody Applegate <laughs> this one's going out to Although you Jody. I, my, my heart lies with Roz Abrams wherever she may be oh that's right yeah Wait, remember was, Roz Ro- was yeah. Roz the one who did the what the fuck are you doing no that's Sue Simmons oh that's Sue Simmons okay, okay. <laughs> yeah Sue Simmons yeah. is like she's like she's, what I love about Sue Simmons is that she's basically like a hardcore dyke no one okay. knows. I mean, yeah, not, yeah. no, sorry. I mean, everyone knows. Now <laughs> everyone knows. The cares knows, but like, she's never denied yeah. it, right? But she's always, but like, she's just like this fucking like cool ass dyke who loves jazz music. Yeah, <laughs> and she got fired from NBC, and everyone was like, "Fuck you, NBC! Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. Sheba, Sheba, whatever, Sheba Russell. Like, come on, you're gonna split up Chuck and Sue for Sheba Russell? Oh. Go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go to sleep, WNBC. You know, uh, just <laughs> on the Oprah thing, it, it, the, the Oprah as a lesbian thing kind of makes – like she – she. it's known that she and Roger Ebert briefly dated yeah. in the mid-'80s, which yeah, led like, to Ebert suggesting that she go into syndication, yeah, which right. is essentially how she started well, the Well, also, Roger, I think, has a taste for he, he women definitely, of color. He, or he yeah. did. May he rest oh, he in rest peace. Oh, he rest in peace. But yeah. that, he had that wife, Chaz. Chaz. Sweet <laughs> Chaz to Chaz Ebert. <laughs> I think on this podcast, the fact that we've talked about Jefferson's Ferry, <laughs> we've talked about black it's, it's news anchors sanity. in New York, <laughs> and we've talked about, uh, you know, uh, gay you're describing, my va- you're describing my brain. <laughs> yeah. Like, and bad cruising. I mean, that's what I would do. I would read these magazines and read these weird websites and be like, I'm going to put this into action for me. And I'd walk down Christopher Street, which is where, like, <laughs> the elder, it's like, that's basically the, like, retirement home Ex- for yeah. gay guys. And right. I'd walk down the street and, like, try to do what I was reading in these stupid books and I would walk and like try to make eye contact then turn around and like <laughs> nobody ever looked back <laughs> and I would go home in tears and it's like <laughs> Elliot get a grip <laughs> give us um, as we're winding down here give us another worse gig on oh the my way god uh, well uh, the, there, there are two very short ones that come to mind. Let's, do, mm-hmm. let's hear them. One was, it was my first job, meaning the first thing that I was actually paid to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was um, to, t- quote unquote, tend the garden <laughs> of my mother's electrolysis while she wasn't <laughs> even home. <laughs> my mom's electrolysis, Flora, worked out of her home. and <laughs> what Flora, town? 
St. James. Okay, St. James Long Island. Okay. Uh, and she would pay me $5 an hour to like rake her leaves yeah. and like maybe pull some weeds but like right. i wasn't really doing anything and i was also terrified of worms mm-hmm. and my mom but my mom was like it's a good gig you know and so i would <laughs> she dropped me off and i'd bring my boom box and play my rent album while i gardened <laughs> but i wasn't even gardening i was literally just like moving dirt back right. and forth did you know you were gay at the time oh yeah yeah there's no yeah there was no denying it yeah. and trying to avoid worms yeah, tr- I'm terrified of worms and listening to like oh. seasons of love. Yeah, but no, I would listen to that and I would listen to NPR. But it's also like, what fourteen-year-old is like <laughs> jockeying between a, you know a Lavi right. Bohem and NP <laughs> and like Terry Gross while like kind of half-assedly raking leaves and being like, well, I have to pee and she's not home, so I'm just gonna pee in her garden. <laughs> like, nope, I'll that defeats the right. purpose. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. Peeing oh. in her garden. And the other worst job, I mean, I've had so many, but the one that comes to mind when you say terrible yeah. gig was I was a uh, children's DJ at a, <laughs> at a at a plaster craft studio that was owned by this, like, um, awful, awful, mean Iranian woman oh. who I'm pretty sure was also anti-Semitic, like, Probably. from the moment I walked yeah. in. And she had all these, like, intense rules about what to play and, and like, what's there were, like, eight tracks to play and there was a certain order and there was certain lighting cues to, like, not, you know, like, I couldn't do the strobe light at the same time as this light. Yeah. And, but she was, like, a Nazi about it. And I was, you know, it was very, I was very nervous doing so. Um, and then I, and then, you know, for good reason, I, if, to her credit, you know, I should have listened carefully because at one point I... Just put. The, I turned off the lights and put the strobe light on, and a kid went right into the wall. Oh! And she and she came in into my booth and knelt down on the ground and started like praying. And she was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "What?" She thought she was gonna get like a class action lawsuit, but it's like, a kid ran into the wall at a plaster craft Relax. studio. It's fine. And then, um, but one time, just a little epileptic seizure. Just, cool. no, I mean, no, it was fine. And there was like a whole like a little hole in the wall that the fog machine would go through. Right. And once I remember, I just remember once her daughter, the woman who owned the place, her daughter was a waitress and she was like looking through the hole to see if it was happening. And I didn't even know she was there. And I was like, <laughs> and she just like got covered in fog and fell all over the place. And her daughter was like, what the, f-? she was like, I mean, her mother was like, I'm going to send you to the guest chamber. <laughs> Whoa. No, she didn't, I'm, I'm, I don't yeah. remember what she said yeah. exactly, but she was basically like, yeah. I'm going to burn you to a crisp, you disgusting Jew. Oh. Uh, she was, she was <laughs> terrifying. DJ, so you had a select number of, like you couldn't deviate from the playlist. Oh, God. It was like, no, it was like eight songs, you know, <laughs> right. seven of them were hands up, and then like, <laughs> you know, one of them was, Awful. I don't know, the Macarena or something. That is terrible. As a... Uh, I've had so many bad jobs, but I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I we mean, don't have the time. These, you, yeah, you've, 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 Regaled us with plenty. <laughs> quickly, us share. as a fellow Long Island Jew, who I yeah. assume had a bar mitzvah. You bet I did. Did you have a theme? Uh, I think we were actually like uh, financially struggling so much enough that there wasn't really room for a theme, mm-hmm. and there also wasn't room for a real bar mitzvah. So I did this, and also like I didn't go to a real Hebrew school. I went to a secular Hebrew school, which was held in a community college. <laughs> so it was like <laughs> that was a, a Nassau community college, no Suffolk. Okay, but it was like uh, it was kind of like I don't know if it was necessarily like Hebrew school for poor people, but it was certainly like Hebrew school for Jews who don't really care that much. Right, and uh, so the bar mitzvah was basically like a book report. But I was really into it because the lady who taught me, my like, you know, teacher and tutor at the time, 
um, basically looked like Rue McClanahan from The Golden Girls. So I was like, you know, I had like a gay hard on for her. Right. I was like, teach me whatever you know, Lorraine. <laughs> teach me what you know. But yes, I was bar. The short end. Long story short is that I was bar mitzvahed mm-hmm. in a kind of fake way yeah. in a catering hall. Yeah. Well, no, I had a tasteful luncheon in lieu of a big party because we went on a big family trip. That's nice. Um, Elliot, a question that we ask all of our guests wrapping up here: What do you think of the word gig? Gig. gig? <laughs> hmm. There are a lot of words that gross me out, but I think gig is okay. Nothing. Nothing strikes my. Nothing strikes any sort of fear or disgust in my soul with gig. <laughs> I guess if you say, yes, like any word, if you say it long enough, it's like gig. Right. But if I say it here and there, gig, gig, yeah. gig, it's not that bad. It's fine. There are other words that I'd rather, you know. Moist. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Everybody says moist now. <laughs> Everyone says, like, I hate the word me. moist. And I'm like, I think we all heard that at that point. I think it's kind yeah. of played out to hate the yeah, word moist. I think so. Yeah. There, it's the there, first, that's why, because it's the first one that pops in my brain. Yeah, because there are people, people, people are it. like, I hate the word moist. And that's also the people who, like, now will say, awkward. Yes. <laughs> it's like, that yes. was a thing years ago before they were yeah. saying it on, like, yogurt commercials or exactly. something. <laughs> so, listen, you've given us, like, a bevy of story across the board. I mean, we've, we've talked some real life here. And yeah. I didn't yeah. even tell you about the time that a handicapped kid peed on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need to hear, I think. Yep, I'm just no, saying. That's a bad no elaboration. I didn't even tell you with that. I didn't tell you about that time. <laughs> you've, you've got a lot of stuff going on. You yeah, know, you're, you you came here. You ate dinner. I you, did. I ate some food. Uh, you you're going back to Ditmas Park at some point. <laughs> yeah. Not sure how you're going to get there. There are a variety of different ways. There are ways. All Jeff and I want you to do is get home safe. Thank you so much. Worst gig ever. 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 